Hey, travelers. Just stopping by to let you know that this episode that you are about to listen to is one of our older ones, and we were going through some growing pains at this time. But if you would like to start from where we consider our newest era of quality, I would go ahead and jump to episode 54, The American Bigfoot. Either way, enjoy, travelers. feel like there's so much negative crap out there in the world right now that maybe I can just throw some music that I like or whatever or some original stuff every now and then. I've been in a couple bands. One of them has a album out. Check out Longest Start, pop punk stuff. Cool, man. Highly recommend it. You're in the album? Uh, yeah. So that band, we're not together anymore, but me and the bass player from that band, we're starting a side project and working on some new music. So hopefully we get some stuff together soon. But what we have so far is pretty good. You got a name for it yet? No, we're, we're still kicking around a name. Every time we think of a cool name, we look it up and there's already a band with, that has it. So, Man, it was insane trying to figure out a name for this thing. Yeah, yeah. Names are really hard. You think it's something cool and then you don't even realize it, but subconsciously you've heard it and that's why it popped up in your head, you know, and that's been the case. We must have went through 20 or 30 names. I believe it. Picking a name is, is hard because you may pick something at first that's just funny to you and your friends. But then later on, if it picks up traction, you're just like, dang, I really wish we would have picked something better. <laughs> <laughs> we looked up Infinite Rabbit Hole pretty deep. There's episodes of other podcasts called Infinite Rabbit Hole, but we got that one. That's, that's good. It's, it's, it's a good name because it implies that you're always going to have something, talk about something interesting. And when we first started, we kind of dived really deep into the monsters and the cryptids. We had to pump the brakes on that. We have a lot of stuff coming up, especially with local cryptids and urban legends. That's going to be you know, where we just kind of discuss the stories of urban legends and everything. But we had to pump the brakes. And we had to do something a little different just to kind of show more of what we can do. I don't want people just thinking this is all about Bigfoot and stuff. So. Oh, absolutely. I understand. I mean, reality sometimes is stranger than fiction. We're about to get into a little bit of reality and fiction <laughs> tonight. So today is a different kind of episode. A little while ago, I posted on Facebook asking if anybody wanted to come on and do an episode with me. If anybody had an idea for an episode or if they just wanted to come on and talk about a strange subject, Wes was uh, willing to come out. I really do appreciate that. Basically, what we're doing right now is my buddy is PCSing to California. I'm not going to have him for about four weeks until he gets all of this stuff. So I've got the helm here and I'm kind of running things my way. So I'm doing some topics that highly interest me. And then I deploy in January. So he's going to have the helm for about eight months. So to introduce you, I got my buddy Wes. Me and him used to work together, Pax River, Maryland. We were stationed there together in the Navy. He was my supervisor. So I'm kind of talking to my old boss right now. When you reached out and you said you were interested in being part of the episode, first thing I asked you was, what do you want to talk about? You said, whatever. And I said, damn it, that's not what I was looking for. <laughs> so you left it to me to pick the topic. And the topic I chose was the idea of parallel universes. So I hope you did some research, man. I did a little bit. Like I said, I had a busy week this past week, but it is something that I have dabbled in. I'm looking to go pretty far down the rabbit hole today with this one. I'm bringing up some woo-woo stuff. But what's your stance on the idea of parallel universes? I think it's uh, completely possible. I mean, there is so much about our universe that we do not know that at this point in time, 
I believe almost anything is possible. How far we've come in our understanding of it as a whole, we've come a long way. Everything from like way back in the, was it like the 40s and 50s, Einstein predicting black holes and gravity waves and all this other crazy stuff. And then here we are now. I forget when it was, but uh, they detected gravity waves for the first time. I think it was like two or three years ago. Yeah, it was fairly recent. That was just a theory, like a math equation, basically saying that there should be gravity waves, you know, Mm -hmm. and then here we are now just proving that it's real. I mean, man, every time I think about how big our universe is and how little we know about it, it just like blows my mind. I love it. Well, cool, man. Have you ever heard of something called the Mandela effect? Yes. How familiar are you with it? The first time I heard about it was when the whole thing uh, a while back was going around that Shaquille O'Neal was in a movie called Shazam. I was like thinking to myself, like, I could have swore I've seen this movie. And then it turns out it was this quote unquote Mandela effect and that never happened. And I was just like, wait, what? Kind of like mind blowing for a second. So Shaq actually did play in a genie movie. You're thinking of Sinbad. Oh, that's right. Sinbad. Sinbad was the guy. And what's crazy that you bring that particular example up, because I think that's one of the craziest examples of the Mandela effect. I personally remember watching a movie called Shazam with Sinbad. I even remember the little kid with a blonde bowl cut and they were playing (laughs) basketball outside of like an apartment complex or something. He had his big sister or something with him. I remember all of that, but apparently this never happened. And even Sidbed had come out and said that he had never played a genie in anything. Yep. And then, you know, there was people that were like, I still don't believe you. <laughs> I mean, have you ever had a chance to go look at the Reddit pages for the Mandela effect? No, I, I don't think I've found that on Reddit. I'm on Reddit quite a bit. I guess I haven't gotten that far down the rabbit hole, so to oh, speak. Oh, <laughs> man. Do they ever go down the rabbit hole? It's so far down there. I don't even want to go in there sometimes. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff on there, I'm sure. Have you heard any other examples? I know it is based from when apparently everyone thought Nelson Mandela passed away at some point, but that didn't actually happen. And he didn't actually pass away until what, a few years ago? I guess it would have been like five, 10 years ago. I don't remember exactly, but I remember hearing about it when it actually happened. But I know that's where the name came from. Yeah. So in 2010, a paranormal consultant by the name of Fiona Broom actually termed the name the Mandela Effect after she and thousands of other people came forward saying that they already thought Nelson Mandela was dead, where in 2010, he was actually alive. Towards the end of his life, he he ended up passing away in 2013, I believe it was. Thousands of people came forward stating that they thought that Nelson Mandela died in 1980s while he was in prison. Of course, he went on to be the president of South Africa for five years. But yeah, that's pretty much what started the whole Mandela effect thing. And since then, the Mandela effect has just blown up. There's hundreds if not thousands of examples i got a couple here with me that i was going to run by you you want to take a listen real quick absolutely before we get into that the reason why i picked the mandela effect is because i believe that this right here could be a very good piece of evidence for the existence of parallel universes i don't necessarily have the education or the mind to even think about how two universes can come together and mend into one But I will tell you, there is some stuff on this list that I'm about to go through that I clearly remember from when I was a child, such as the Shazam movie. I'm telling you, I seen Sinbad play a genie Mm -hmm. and I'll fight somebody. (laughs) I'm not going to go over the whole list. I'm just going to go over some of the ones that I think are pretty crazy. There's a lot of them that are just like misspelled words. 
like one of them, for example, is Febreze, where Febreze never had double E. It only has one single E in the middle. I was like, okay, that could be, it's whatever. So I'm, I'm going to skip all of those. I'm going to go into the ones that are like really out there that I know are going to shock some people. First things first, we need to talk about the famous line in Star Wars. Luke, I'm your father. So apparently Vader never said that. Me and my wife was just talking about it. I guess she's got a whole girls chat and they talk about who knows what in there. But literally, like, I think it was two or three days ago, it came up in their conversation. And she asked me because I'm a total Star Wars nerd. And she's like, isn't that what he says? And I'm like, no, that's not what he says. So you can verify that that's not what he says. Yes. Where do you think that comes from? I think part of it is our mind filling an empty void in a memory. I think in some cases, because just like the universe, we hardly know next to nothing about the human brain and what is going on in there, how it functions and whatnot. I think part of it is that. But I mean, since we're talking about parallel universes and whatnot, who's to say that there's not some overlap between one or another? It's hard to say. So here, let me hit you with a couple examples, and then we'll get into some science stuff, and then we'll get into some woo-woo stuff. Sound good? Hell yeah. Cool, man. How about the one where Hannibal Lecter never says hello, Clarice, in the entire movie? Yeah, that's something that people believe be true, or that's the truth? Well, think about it, right? I've purposely seen... Oh, wait. Are you asking if he does or doesn't? Yeah, because I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I've always heard that line. I feel like that's something he says in the movie, but... He doesn't. Oh, man. For a fact, does not ever say, hello, Clarice. People correlate the phrase, hello, Clarice, with the very first time that they meet each other. In fact, what he says is, good morning. That's it. Damn, that's been around for as long as I can remember. I've seen t-shirts with the words, hello, Clarice. Mm -hmm. with Hannibal Lecter's half mask and everything on the front of it. That's such a phrase that's embedded in pop culture. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That one and the Luke, I am your father. Mm -hmm. While we're on the topic of pop culture, how about the song We Are the Champions? Do you know how that song ends? Of the world. It is not. What? You're about to have me listen to this right now. You know what I'm talking (laughs) about, right? Yeah. Of the world and they they fade out. Nope. Yeah. What? Yep, go ahead, man. Play it. About to. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm just going to play it in my headset and then go to the end. Oh, damn. Th- so that's something he must say earlier in the song then, right? I don't know. I, I didn't look too far into it, but I did the same thing that you did. I went to the end of the song. It wasn't there. I think it just ends, we are the champions, right? Yeah, uh, we are the champions, and then it just fades out. Right. But there are multiple movies where I know they've used the part where it fades out of the world, but I couldn't find any. In fact, uh, Reddit had no links to any movies using that. Man, that got me really thinking about it. Right? Makes you think about your entire life and existence. So I just went back 45 seconds from the end of the song, doing the whole, we are the champions, we are the champions. And then they say of the world, and then like Freddie Mercury's overdubbed like a little bit above that towards the end of it. So it's probably just a case where they chop it. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Man, learn something new every day. Right? Well, we're about to learn some stuff, man. I'm all for it. How about Mr. Moneybags, the Monopoly man? Does he or does he not have a monocle? And now you got me second-guessing myself. I want to say he has a monocle, but I may be thinking of uh, uh, the guy from Mr. Peanut. 
Uh, the planter's peanut dude. Planter's peanut guy. He, in fact, does not have a monocle. Dang. I don't know where the where it comes in, but I, for some reason, remember him with a monocle, too. I just Googled Monopoly Man, and one of the things that comes up is monocle. It's like the top result after typing Monopoly Man. Go back to movies real quick. Are you familiar with the movie Risky Business? Mm-hmm. Could you picture the outfit that Tom Cruise is wearing when he's sliding through the house? Everything. Sunglasses, uh, light pink or white shirt, button-up shirt, long sleeves, tidy whities and white socks. He's not wearing sunglasses. My whole childhood is a lie. <laughs> All right. So how about a brand of peanut butter called Jiffy? Yeah. Jiffy. Yeah. You've seen Jiffy peanut butter. I'm picturing a jar of peanut butter with a green label. Green, red, and blue, right? Green, red, and blue. Yeah. yeah. I want to say that's what I'm picturing. Yeah. I remember green specifically, but then as soon as I started thinking of green and peanut butter, I started thinking of uh, Skippy because I think their label is green. It's teal. It's teal? Yeah, I believe it's teal. I could be wrong. This is one that I had to look up myself too. I was shocked, but no, there is no such thing as Jiffy peanut butter. It's Jif. Just Jif. J-I-F. Oh. It wasn't called Jiffy at one point? Not never, my friend. Go ahead. Do your research, man. What the hell? That's why I'm here today. I, I Google it and uh, I see like two peanut butter jars and one says, you know, J-I-F and the other one's G-I-F. <laughs> Making fun of how people pronounce GIF or JIF. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, damn. Right? Yeah. You're turning my brain inside out right now with all this. Good. The original movie Snow White. What is the famous line that the antagonist says to the mirror? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the... Uh... Who's the fairest of them all, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. So she doesn't say mirror, mirror. She says magic mirror. Mm. I saw it and I was like, hmm, I've seen mirror, mirror quite a bit in life, but I, I can't remember ever sitting down watching the movie Snow White as a kid. So I could definitely be. I think that might be more of, you know, it's a kid's movie, right? And yeah. kids, they may not remember something specifically. So they're just going to say the easiest or closest thing to it so maybe instead of saying magic mirror they're just saying mirror mirror that's a pretty easy one to explain right yeah all right i got two more for you okay one that blew my mind like even more than the shazam and then the one that blew up the entire world okay and i don't really know why but (laughs) the one that blew up my mind do you ever remember the fruit of the loom logo having a cornucopia in it yeah never Never. Never. What the hell had a cornucopia in it then? No idea. It had been something. Something had it. No idea. But the Fruit of the Loom logo never had a cornucopia. That one in particular drove me f***ing insane. Oh, man. What the hell? I found pictures, like, I guess, shown from the first inception of it all the way to current. And it's basically unchanged for the most part. Never had a cornucopia. What the hell? That's crazy. I personally think that if there is proof of an existence of a parallel universe, it's that one. That's in, in my mind. That one and the Shazam one just are like the big head scratchers for me. All right, man. So the big one. If anybody's done research on the Mandela effect, they've seen this one. This is the one that drives the entire world crazy. Okay. Hit me. Bernstein Bears. Oh, my God. Do you know yeah. this one? Oh, yeah. I remember having those books as a kid, and I remember it being B-E-R-N, 
I guess it was S-T-E-I-N. So a lot of people remember it being Bernstein, but it's in fact Bernstein. Bernstein. And it's spelled B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. In fact, if you watch the show, The Bernstein Bears, mm-hmm. me, I remember when I was a kid watching the show Bernstein Bears or Bernstein Bears and hearing the jingle, The Bernstein Bears, remember it being Steen. But when I went to go look at it, they clearly say Stain. There's no doubt about it. It is The Bernstein Bears. Mm-hmm. Again, Reddit is divided 50-50 on this. It seems like a lot of people remember the Bernstein Bears and, and the Bernstein Bears, but mm-hmm. when you're talking about the Mandela effect and where the, the line is drawn in the sand, this is the one. Yeah, like it's such a small thing, right? But it's also very distinct, a very distinct difference. Yeah, I, I remember uh, when this first came up, I heard all about it and I was like, no way, that this, this is the way it is. You know, the wrong way is what I had in my mind as being the correct uh, spelling and pronunciation. It blows my mind, like, how does so many people have it wrong? I looked up the term Mandela effect and I found a definition for it that sounds pretty good. Word for word, the term given to the phenomenon in which a large group of people, most not having a connection at all, falsely remember a historical detail. Mm-hmm. Now, that's pretty accurate for what's going on, right? The thing that blows my mind is how is the line so set between two options? Mm. In my opinion, if it's just the masses remembering a incorrect detail, why is it so specifically one other thing? You would think that you know mm. we're all individuals, we're all different people, that there mm. would be multiple different theories about some of this stuff. Moving on from the Mandela effect period, I love making connections to how things could actually exist. I love all this weird stuff, but my real love is the science behind it and the science kind of jumping in and saying, you know what, this stuff could exist. Uh, So I'm going to hit you with some science. Cool. Let's do it. All right, cool. So in order to get to the point where science says that a universe such as the Mandela universe could exist, we need to kind of talk about dimensions. Now, dimensions and universes are different, right? Universes is a whole nother plane of existence. We're here. We're where we are right now. Another universe is something where we exist or we don't exist. And the world is going on in its own timeline. That's what a universe is. Now, a dimension is a way of explaining your position in your given universe. Great. So... When I was doing research on the possibility of multiple dimensions existing, I found this article on phys.org, meaning physics, right? Physics.org. It's not, right. it's not physics.org, it's just phys.org. And I sent it to you, and I thought that yeah. this was just an amazing article. So I'm going to briefly describe the 10 dimensions that they believe exist. And I'm going to do my best I can without visuals. My poor wife had to listen to me do it like three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, you're explaining too much. And it's like, okay, well, good. That, that's good. So a lot of us know of the three dimensions, right? You have the x-axis, which is your first dimension. That's your horizontal. The second dimension is the y-axis. So that's your vertical. And the third dimension is your z-axis or your lateral. 
So if you give me a point on the x-axis, the y-axis, and the z-axis, you can point to my physical location within my universe. In a 3D space. Exactly. So it's theorized that the fourth dimension is time. By telling somebody your x, y, and z-axis location and the time, you can pinpoint exactly where that person is, even with time included. Absolutely. Time will constantly make your X, Y, and Z point change. That's why your fourth dimension is needed to be able to pinpoint you. Absolutely. Where it gets strange, and this is, again, right off fizz.org, the fifth dimension is theorized to be a world slightly different from our own that parallels ours. So if there was a magic door, you just open it up and you peek your head through it and you're like, wow, okay, everything's a little different on this side. Everything looked pretty much the same, but I see that I don't work in the Navy. I'm a regular electrician working for the power company. Okay, cool. Well, that's, that's what the fifth dimension is theorized to be. As long as it comes from the exact same point of origin. So it's theorized that the major point of origin is the Big Bang. Mm-hmm the fifth dimension will be a parallel dimension to yours originating from the Big Bang or whatever the actual point of origin is. The sixth dimension is a plane of all the parallel dimensions that parallel yours all originating from the same point of origin. So it's not just one, it's all of them. So if you were to hover over all the universes and you can see them all lined up or however they are, That's what you're seeing in the sixth dimension. The seventh and eighth dimension kind of fall just in line with the fifth and sixth. So the seventh dimension is you're opening up that same door that we looked through through the fifth and you're seeing a universe that parallels yours, but does not start from the same point of origin. Okay. I mean, use your imagination. It's like, let's say, I don't know, two rocks collided. That's not nowhere near what the Big Bang is, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that caused everything to go or, you know, I don't know. Somebody farted too loud, and that's... (laughs) The catalyst. Yeah, and it's the same thing with the eighth dimension. You following me? Yeah, yeah, I'm following. All right, so the eighth dimension is the same thing as the sixth dimension. You're looking over all of these universes that could be paralleled, and you're seeing them all, and it includes every point of origin possible. Uh Now, the ninth dimension is where it gets a little different. It's the same thing. You're looking through a door. The ninth dimension includes the plane of existence. So it's actually more related to the the sixth and eighth. But you're looking through the door and you're seeing every possible universe that exists, even the ones with different laws of physics. Okay. So, you know, where up isn't up anymore, it's down. And we run on water and we swim through land. Or this world doesn't exist so-and-so-and-so-and-so, right? Mm -hmm. And the tenth dimension... They're extremely vague about it. They literally just say, whatever your wildest dreams are. (laughs) It's literally anything. First question that comes to mind for me, I mean, because you explained it pretty well, what each dimension could possibly be, right? Mm -hmm. What I guess a majority of people who work in this field somewhat agree on. But like what causes, like say you have one universe, one place where everyone's at, what causes it to branch off and create a second? Because supposedly these conditions can go on for infinity or infinitely. What was the thing? Is it like every single person in the world at that time or, or whatever life, like whenever they make a decision where they could go left or go right, that's what, like another branch happens. So 
this question is probably meant for somebody with a better more <laughs> intelligent brain than myself, but that's the theory that goes on is that every mm-hmm. single decision, every breath you take creates another universe. And that that's why mm-hmm. that the multiverse is infinite is because it literally just goes on forever for every, every person, everything. Yeah. Not even person. I mean, literally from the point of origin. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's fun to talk about. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, because there's always uh, people saying, you know, in another parallel universe, I could be uh, the richest man in the world instead of Jeff Bezos or whatever, you know, or I could be married to whoever, some famous actress or whatever, you know. Right. It's hard to wrap your mind around it. Yeah. You know. So if we're talking about parallel universes, such as the Mandela effect, right, Mm -hmm. it would have to be somewhat familiar. And that means that we're looking at a universe that sits in the fifth or sixth dimension with us. Uh, most likely the fifth dimension. It's going to probably have to be a universe that sat next to us at some point. I don't know how they merge and splice together if it does, but you would have to think that if a universe such as the Mandela universe exists, it exists in the fifth dimension. Right. The thing that kind of boggles my mind about the idea of multi-dimensions, and this is where I kind of fall off the wagon, I'm like, you know what? Maybe this isn't really plausible is the fact that in order for you to be able to recognize a dimension that exists and for the one that's literally sitting next to you that splices together with yours and you get somebody with one memory of how something happened and somebody else with another memory of how something happened, they would have to not only have similar histories, but they would have to be exactly in the exact X, Y, and Z coordinates as well. So let's just say everything has to go exactly right to where the planet is in the exact same spot it is in right now. And you're not an inch forward or an inch back. You're literally right where you are at this moment. I'm in my garage in my studio and I can open up the door and I look and I see something that is literally the same as mine. That's where I kind of fall off there. I believe Mm -hmm. that it could exist, but if these universes are kind of layered next to each other, maybe this is a concept that's just way past my brain capacity. There's infinite worlds, right? There has to be certain times where in multiple universes, you are in the same spot, X, Y, Z, and instead of saying, I'm going to go turn left or turn right, and that's where it splits, where both of you say, I'm going to turn right, right? Mm. And maybe that causes an overlap, right? Just because you and two identical universes make the same decision doesn't mean everyone else in those dimensions or universes made the same decision. And that's where things differ. So maybe at certain points, they overlap, right? And they bleed into each other, yeah, right? And like the whole Shazam thing, Maybe Sinbad said yes to doing a genie movie instead of Shaquille O'Neal, right? And that's where that comes from. But there was multiple universes where a majority of the world made the same decisions across multiple universes. And that's why it's affecting such a broad group of people around the world. Because there's so many people that remember this. And if there's infinite uh, universes, there's infinite chances for that to happen right but it's, it just doesn't always happen it's mm-hmm. you know it's like all the planets aligned at this point for this to happen and that's kind of the same thing taking it back to like 
aviation at VX1, we always talked about the Swiss cheese theory, right? Yes. Uh, about all the holes in Swiss cheese lining up just perfect for something to happen. Mm-hmm. And we know that we can't completely prevent it from happening, but it can happen. There is a chance. Was it Murphy's Law? If it can happen, it will happen. Yep. If there's a chance of it happening, it will. It's not a matter of if it will, it, it's when. And I think that's where this kind of like really comes into play. I'm not sure of where the origins of like Murphy's Law and all this other stuff came in, but I mean, I full wholeheartedly agree that it's real, you know, yeah. from all my time in the military, seeing things happen. So like taking that position with something real, something physical, something that we can see and have experienced in the past and applying it to this, which is something that we don't even know if it is real. We don't know. We can't touch it. We, you know, we can't see it, but if it can happen, it will. Yeah. And I wholeheartedly believe that that's a possibility until something or someone figures out whether it is or isn't. Who's to say people have believed in crazier things. That was a good rebuttal, man. <laughs> Let me ask you a question to kind of go along with what you said there. Do you think that the idea of parallel universes or a parallel universe is more particular to your point of view? So let's say if you were to open that hypothetical door, right? Mm-hmm. And you look through, would you see something different than I would? I think there's just as good a chance of seeing something different as there is as seeing the same thing, right? Yeah. Across infinite universes, there could be there could be one other at least that we both have made the same exact decisions that we both have up to in our original one that we're looking from. I think it's completely possible that maybe that branch that where we would see something different wouldn't happen or hasn't happened until later on in our lives. Good, man. I got you going there. Huh? Yeah. I mean, well, you, you had a good explanation <laughs> of all the different dimensions, right? And yeah. you got the wheels turning. And I mean, I'm sure you remember at VX1, like that was my things, like troubleshooting and figuring stuff out and like kind of thinking things out in my head. I was sure I was just a, an airframer. But I, pretty much everyone else would come to me, ask me questions because I was just good at figuring stuff out, right? Yeah. Um, that was like my thing. I remember coming to you a couple of times. Maybe. Yeah. But I, I love solving problems. I love thinking about problems and like, what if this had happened? Or what, what if we could do that? Or whatever. You yeah. know, I love that stuff. I think you have to have that mindset to be a naval aviation. Oh, I mean, <laughs> you have to have it to be good at it. That's for sure. But there's a lot of people that don't have it. That's a much better way of explaining it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think, man? We had enough science? Can't hurt to have more. I'm all about science yeah. and stuff, man. This is like right up my alley. <laughs> so, let's let's mix some science fiction in with some woo-woo stuff. Hell yeah. Do you think that the idea of multiple universes could explain the reason why people are seeing things such as UFOs aliens ghosts or creatures that aren't necessarily recognized by science aliens and whatnot i don't believe multiple universes and whatnot would explain that because to me anytime anyone asks me or someone brings up some alien or ufo related and they're like always happens yeah i mean especially in the military because how many times <laughs> how many times are you doing some job that you just hate and the only thing that's keeping you sane is the people you're working with and what you're whatever you're bsing about you know people ask if i they're like oh you believe in that stuff and i'm like i think about it i'm like there's an infinite number of other stars and those stars 
have who knows how many planets and there's just so many out there to me it's statistically impossible for there to not be other life out there you know you don't believe in the idea of multi-dimensionals extra dimensional sorry well define what you consider extra dimensionals an extra dimensional would be let's say i'm gonna ruin a topic for another episode (laughs) but my personal belief in alien beings Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not going to go into why I believe it because I need something for this other episode. Mm. But I personally believe that it's more plausible that we've been visited by a being from another dimension or universe. It's more likely that that is the case than we've actually been visited by an alien race. I just think that the distances are too far. I believe that something else is out there. I just don't necessarily believe that they've been here. And I find it more plausible that we've been visited by an extra dimensional, something Mm -hmm. that lives outside of our four dimensions that we can perceive coming in and out at will. It would explain a lot if that was the case. And I think that it just kind of fits too perfect in the idea. So that's kind of where the question is coming from. I'm trying to see if you're on the same ship as I am there. I believe that it's possible, like the way you described it, Interdimensionals, I picture uh, that movie Interstellar, you know, how I, I love that movie. Our future selves reached out a helping hand to our past selves to get us out of a dire situation, right? Maybe that's possible. If it's possible for multiple universes to overlap and bleed into each other, then maybe it's possible for us to reach through from one side to the other. But regarding like distances, aliens would have to travel if we're able to go from one universe to another, reach through, who's to say we wouldn't be able to, or something would be able to travel grand distances? Because there's the whole thing of space and time and gravity and all that is like a fabric. It's something that we can kind of physicalize for ourselves to understand it. And there's a whole thing, you know, it could be possible to create a wormhole, right? By just overlapping like folding a piece of paper in half, what's the difference between two points kind of thing. You know, that whole demonstration, you have two dots on either end of the paper, you just fold the paper in half to where the two points are touching each other. Uh, The same thing. So who's to say that that's not possible? We just don't know it yet, or we don't have an understanding of it. We, in theory, believe that it's possible. Yeah. Again, man, it's just one of those things where my brain is just not big enough to conceive the idea Mm. of us being able to bend the fabric of space and punch a hole through it. It's just like the ant. The ant only knows its life there in the dirt, and it knows that these giants are walking around, but it has no conception of what's going on in our world whatsoever. Yeah. That's basically the same thing that I'm going through with that concept. And I just can't see it because it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. to me. But yet I'm willing to believe in multi-dimensions and there's no solid line drawn anywhere. The ability to travel between dimensions versus spending space to travel from one point to another, it could be require the same technology. You know, we just don't know yet. It's it's fun to think about. That's for sure. (laughs) I, I love that stuff. There's times where I wish I would have like went to college to be like a physicist. Yeah. Astrophysicist or something like that. Cause I love that stuff so much. It is good stuff. Yeah. I wish I had gone either for that or for anthropology. I'm a big monster nut, dude. I, <laughs> I love the idea of Bigfoot walking around, you know, doing Bigfoot stuff. I love it. If you watch the episode 
to Bigfoot or not to Bigfoot, I tell my experience. Oh, you had a Bigfoot experience? I've had two. Ooh. Possibly the same being. To Bigfoot or not to Bigfoot? Yep. I'll check that out. I particularly like cryptids and mm-hmm. urban legends because I myself have had an experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at all these people that say that they've seen a mothman <laughs> or a dogman or chupacabra. I don't necessarily believe in all of those. I love the Mothman one. I was born in West Virginia, and that's where Mothman came from. Were you? Yeah. I was born in, uh, Oak, in well, in Beckley, West Virginia, and Mothman was all over in, uh, not in Charleston, but near Charleston. It was Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, Point Pleasant. I was trying to think of the name. I couldn't think <laughs> of it. But Are uh, you familiar with the, the legend and everything? Yeah, the one that most people do. Wes, I might have to have you as a regular. <laughs> that's fine with me. I had an absolute blast. Yeah, man. Me too. We killed time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Once we got going, it was, it was just, it flowed really good. I have plans on doing regional urban legends or cryptid highlights and they'll be quick episodes, like 15, 20 minute long episodes. They're not meant to be long at all. We tell the story that's behind the myth as best as we can. And then we discuss it a little bit and we're like, Oh yeah, that was really cool. You know, we, we all love it. Maybe we talk about like the Mothman prophecies a little bit, talk about it in pop culture, talk about it in documentaries and stuff and give people some watching and reading recommendations, that kind mm. of thing. If you want to come on and do a Mothman one, with sure. you, that'd be great. Hey man, anything you want to do, if you want me to come on, just let me know. I think I do want to do that Mothman one with you. Yeah, man. Just let me know if I, I can make time. Whenever, depending on what's going on. After everything we talked about, I mean, I know I've already got your big opinion on it, but just for closing out and everything, what's your stance on parallel universes? I think uh, it's it's entirely plausible. It'd be very interesting to know what I'm doing in the other universes. That'd be cool. But I think we don't have anything saying that there isn't one, right? And there's a lot of theories out there regarding this topic. And there's many different ways that they they describe how it's happening. So I think it's entirely possible uh, for sure. So in particular, do you think that the Mandela universe exists? Where he did die in prison? Yeah. Or did it exist? Let's go with that one. Yeah. I mean, if you believe that it's possible for there to be uh, multiple universes, you got you got to believe that there is one where Mandela died in prison. That's what happened in that one. Maybe for certain people like me and you and everyone else that thought that Mandela died in prison, our other selves made the same decisions we did up to that point, And that's where it branched off. You know what I really want to see? And I'm going to put this out for anybody who ever listens to this episode because I failed to find it. I want to see someone put in some real work, right? And try to come up with dates and times of when some of these examples of the Mandela effect happen and find like a clear line or like a a probable date when the two universes could have spliced together. That would be really cool. Because if you look at all the examples, they're old, man. They're not new. We're not having this issue in current history. We're having this issue pre-90s. Also ask yourself, like there's very few big ones that most people agree on that they thought happened one way or the other, right? How many of those are? There's less than half a dozen, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just a case of it being such a rare occurrence. There's infinite combinations where things line up and the chances of it happening are so low that, I mean, we only had it happen a couple times, maybe. I don't know. It's a big, big question. Yeah. (laughs) Could you imagine 
you wake up one day and all of a sudden apple is now called pear <laughs> i mean there could be could be a universe where that's a, that's a thing and then you're getting in an argument with someone you're like no dude yesterday i went to sleep and my phone was an apple and now there's a pear on the back of my phone it's crazy you know uh People bring up all the time, like with major historical events, take for instance, World War II, if we wouldn't have won that as the allied powers, people talk about there could be a universe where the Nazis won and now we're all speaking German like that, that show, uh, man in the high castle, man in the high castle, you know, and, and that one, I haven't actually watched that whole show. I've only seen a couple episodes and that was just where I sat in the living room Mm -hmm. when my wife was watching it. But knowing that like the head Nazi guy in like the universe where the Nazis won, you know, there's another version of him that's good. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good way of showing like how there could be infinite universes. Like we could be completely different people, different ideals and morals and whatnot. Who's to say? Well, while we're on the topic, do you have any other recommendations for this kind of topic? Fringe was a good one where they dealt with multiple dimensions. I haven't seen uh, Fringe. I'm trying to think. I mean, the, the biggest one that comes to mind is, uh, or that even comes close to this, is uh, Interstellar. That's just a fantastic movie. It is a great I movie. absolutely love it. And I love listening to the soundtrack of it and thinking about all this crazy stuff. <laughs> Man, it, like listening to that soundtrack gets my mind going. It's, uh, it's very, uh, that was a good word to describe it, uh, inspirational really makes you think about things. Well, there you have it, everyone. Anybody who's listening to it, that's mine and Wesley's thoughts on the existence of multiple universes. If you want to weigh in, please do so at facebook.com forward slash infinite rabbit hole. Wes, thanks for coming on, man. I had a blast, dude. Me too, man. It was, it was a good time for sure. So before we sign off, is there anything you want to plug? Well, I don't have a band that I'm currently in that I can plug, but I can recommend a couple bands that friends and family are in that are really, really, really good. Put them up there, man. Here Goes Nothing. My brother-in-law is the drummer in the band, and I'm friends with all the other dudes in it, and they're all excellent musicians. And then uh, I got to give a shout-out to my other buddy's band called The Stifled. They're killer. So check them out and show them some love. Cool, man. And you do some guitar work too, right? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I post guitar videos every now and then on uh, Instagram. Uh, you can find me under uh, Wes MFing King, W-E-S-M-F-I-N-G-K-I-N-G. One more thing, Wes and I were talking before we started recording, and we just want to take a serious moment here to talk about something that happens here in the military. Every day, on average, 22 service members take their lives. Past and present. I myself have witnessed extremely depressing moments in people's lives, including those that have taken their own. Please, if anybody knows a service member out there or anybody that's going through something right now, reach out to them and lend a hand if you can. Okay, be there for somebody. And anyone who's experiencing feelings or thoughts of taking their own life, reach out to someone. Don't think that you're alone in it. So there it is. I'd like to thank whoever took the extra couple of minutes to kind of hear Wes and I talk about that for a little bit. It's something that's close to both of us. Infinite Rabbit Hole stands by service members, both past and present, and we're here for you. Absolutely. All right, Wes, that's it, man. Until next time, again, thank you. This was crazy good. We, <laughs> we flew off the rail a little bit, and that's exactly what I was looking for in a guest, man. Thanks for reaching out. It's absolutely fun. Yeah, man. Other than that, we'll see you next time on Infinite Rabbit Hole. Thank you for joining us on this episode. If you'd like to comment on this episode, you can do so on facebook.com forward slash infinite rabbit hole. If you have a story to share with us or would like to be interviewed, you can contact us at infinite rabbit hole at gmail.com. 
Thank you again and have a great day.